This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to my favorite murder, the Minyasode. Minyasode. The Minions Sode. This is brought to you by the Minions. God, they're funny. They're little. Um, Sometimes they have two eyes. Sometimes they have one eye. The way they talk is adorable. It's babble, but you also understand what they're trying to say. This isn't, this episode isn't brought to you by Minions. If so, it'd be millionaires right now. (laughs) But I really did like that, like surprise the shit out of myself by like just being really bored one time and turning that on and being like delighted by it. Oh, the Despicable Me franchise is rock solid in terms of comedy. I've watched all of those movies with my niece. Yeah. The first one, we loved it so much. We watched it all the time. It's so cute. It's so funny and so cute. Charming. Um, but that's not what this is about. This is about the minions. Now we're going <laughs> to not get charming and cute and read you your fucked up stories that you send us. Do you understand that life is about contrast and that when you have the charming and cute, you come mm. under it hard yeah. with the horrifying. Yes. Rip it open. Yes. My dad nearly had me kidnapped. Uh Uh-oh. Hi, all. So, it was 1996. My dad was looking to sell his car. A man interested in purchasing said car comes over to take a look. My dad's out front giving the man a tour of the car. A tour of the car. Uh, Toddler Ellie running around while he is doing so. After a while, my dad comes back into the house and mom asks how he got on. Oh, they must be Brits. All good. He has just taken out taking it out for a test drive dad replies my mom then asks if it was a good idea to let him letting him take the car by himself fair question because who in their right mind lets a stranger take their car for a drive unsupervised (laughs) yeah don't panic folks my dad had it covered and he replied to my mom and said no it's all right ellie's in the back (laughs) (laughs) what wait how old is she she said she's a toddler running around (laughs) toddler ellie running around I can only imagine what followed was a lot of hysteria and foul language being thrown at my dad from my very frazzled mother. I I came back, though, so it's cool. And that is a true and mildly, not so mildly alarming story of my near kidnapping experience and my dad's wonderful parenting skills. Can we just take a second to imagine the poor man being trusted to take the car out with a, alone with a random child in the back? That aside... <laughs> crazy if i was that mother i would have slapped him forward and back if i was the person taking the car for a test drive i'd be like i don't trust you and leave right i mean because was she in a toddler seat or was she just like sitting around in the back seat who fucking knows it sounds like she was just wandering around it does sound like she's just in the car yeah get in take the car for a test drive with this nice man hold this beer (laughs) 
That aside, and believe it or not, my dad was actually a truly amazing man and an incredible father. <laughs> uh-huh. Unfortunately, I only got a short 19 years with him as he passed away in 2013. Uh-huh. I miss him dearly and have many, many more stories of this wonderful, crazy man who was at times clearly way too trusting. And for that, I am blessed. Thank you guys for everything you do. Weird to think that listening to two funny chicks talk about murder is a sort of escapism for my severe anxiety. But hey, whatever floats your boat, right? <laughs> I'm clearly not alone. Stay sexy and don't send your daughter off in a car with strangers, Ellie. Ellie, you're not alone. Also, I wonder if some of her anxiety is based yeah. in a very deep-seated early mistrust of your parents' <laughs> skills. Who is minding the shop to be like, I just don't feel safe in life. Well, he's not going to steal the car because he has our child. Right. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, subject line. Canadian folk dancing murder plot. Perfect. Dear Karen, Georgia, and all furry beings, Stephen and his mustache included. Oh, I'm. From- <laughs> that's cute. Oh. I'm from a city that's at the southernmost tip of Canada, right across the river from Detroit. When I was younger, my parents enrolled my brother and I in folk dancing as an attempt to keep our Eastern European culture alive. Go for it. Uh, right. The, um, through dancing, we met our core group of friends. And as we got older, our troupe started traveling across North America for performances and festivals. Oh. Sexy. While other groups took their dancing seriously, we were just in it for the fun. We had three dances that we recycled for years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's going to be like, I've seen that one before. Oh, this old bullshit. Now we know. We were more focused on hosting the after parties in our hotel room yeah. at the tender age of 15. Yes. That's what it's all about. That's right. That's why you dance. That's why you travel. That's the passion of the dance is beer in the hotel room afterwards. <laughs> it was so bad that our coach would have to bribe us by saying, okay, if you don't get drunk before your performance, <laughs> I'll buy you guys alcohol afterwards to sell. This is what you said to me, basically. <laughs> when you were like, don't drink before shows, I'll buy you drinks after. <laughs> yep. Just please. Let's save them all up. It'll be more Fine. special. Oh, wait. Fine. Okay. I let you buy it. Well, let me tell you something. I'll tell you something. <laughs> Okay, that's hilarious. In our group was a guy named Petar, P-E-T-A-R. Okay. Uh, He was sort of the outcast because he smelled a little funny, Mm. always had clammy hands, Mm. and basically looked like his family enjoyed liver and onions for dinner multiple times a week. Oh, dear. What, he had beautiful skin and a luxurious coat? Is that what you think? (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't know what I think. As we hit college age, the group stopped dancing. I think that's good. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good time to quit. (laughs) But maintained our close friendship, all except Petar. Petar? Uh, we would see him from time to time, but no one really kept up with him until Mm-mm. dot, dot, dot. One day we saw his name in the news <gasps> and that he had been arrested for trying to kidnap and murder two sisters from our church. What? Petar sang in our church choir. He was also the altar boy for like ever. The girl's <laughs> father was the choir director and they would practice at his home. Petar used to memorize that used this time to memorize the girl's house and find out their schedule, mm. like when they would be home alone or when the house would be empty. Then he went on the internet, maybe the dark web, oh. and found a forum of other would-be murderers and asked them for fucking advice on how he could go about what? kidnapping and murdering these two sisters. Little did he know, he was chatting with an undercover cop. Of course of she wore Ding dong. And thankfully, I feel like all of the dark web is just undercover cops. Yeah. Luckily, thankfully, sorry, he was arrested before he could do anything. In his room, they found multiple 
multiple shrines to the oldest sister, rope, knives, and other murderous paraphernalia. Um, Petar was sent to prison and his sisters were, and the sisters were shipped off to Europe by their parents and no one has heard from them since. What? I remember always telling myself to be nice to him in case he lost his shit and attacked us all. (laughs) Guess my 15 year old murderino self was right. SSDGM, Mish. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That is how you hometown. That's right. <laughs> All right. This one's called, my grandmother w- was kidnapped. And then in parentheses, it says, she's okay. <laughs> um, hi, wonderful women, Pets and Steven. My grandmother used to work at a, as a nurse's aide in an insane asylum in Connecticut in the 60s. Mm. Fairfield Hills was a psychiatric hospital in Newton, C- Connecticut. Newtown, Connecticut, that opened in the 30s and closed in the 90s. The massive campus still stands vacant. And of course, there are stories of hauntings because, I mean, it's an empty former insane asylum, for Christ's sake. (laughs) When my Nana worked there, each employee would go to a central building to clock in every morning and then report to the building they worked in. This is a sprawling campus with dozens of buildings, and it was the middle of winter. So my grandmother ran into the main building, leaving her car unlocked checked in and ran back to her car to drive to her assigned building. After she turned on the car, she was suddenly shocked when a man popped up from from the back seat, wrapped her neck with a piece of rope and said, drive. No. She did as she was instructed. He gave random orders to turn left, right, seemingly not having a destination in mind, but he ended up having her drive about 20 minutes to North Waterbury, Connecticut, where he jumped out of the car and bolted. Thankfully, because she had checked into work but didn't show up minutes later to her assigned building, the staff immediately knew something was wrong. Apparently, this man was one of the patients who had escaped his room and was looking to get as far away from Fairfield Hills as possible. My Nana was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Listen to this fucking thing right here. Ready? Okay. They never did find the guy. Oh. As far as I know, but the rope he used to hold my grandmother was raw, was a raw, ragged thing, and it wore down the skin around her neck to the point where later on an EMT told her that if it had worn even a tiny bit further, it would for sure have cut her corroded artery. Wow. Carotid? Carotid, yeah. Corroded artery. <laughs> it's a well, it would have corroded or carotid. Exactly. My Nana is one of the most badass women I know whose favorite phrase is, I don't get mad, I get even. <laughs> she turned 92 Jesus. years old this year and, I, yeah. <laughs> and would still manage to stay sexy and not get murdered in any situation she was in. Finally, even though the story is about someone breaking out of an insane asylum, I don't want to diminish uh, mental health issues in any way. So I just want to thank you both for normalizing and being so upfront with your mental health. Fairfield Hills Hills was a place where people like you or me would be locked up and forgotten. That's right. And I'm glad that it's closed and we're slowly moving toward a point where people can seek help without the threat of stigma. And that's definitely thanks to women like you. Oh. Oh. SSDGM Lauren. God, that's so scary. Fucking terrifying. Nana. Did that, can you, did that happen at night? It doesn't sound, well, she got, I mean, she I got to work. In my mind, it was the daytime. Yeah, I You know imagine. what I mean? But, but I was just immediately, because you know there's that, it made me think of that, um, there's the urban myth that was going around for a little while warning people at the mall, like, to check, because there's that story of the yeah. girl that gets in the car and there's a guy in the backseat or yeah. whatever. But that, that idea, like, my car, I can see in yeah yeah. and even when i get into my car i'll still look back and just make sure i do once in a while when it's really dark do a little checky check yeah just in case yeah Mm -hmm. okay now you go this subject line is near kidnapping near kidnapping miss (laughs) lighthearted okay (laughs) 
am a femme fam, so my mom and her all and all her nine brothers and sisters Ooh. grew up in Pacoima, California, which, as Georgia says, even though she grew up around Los Angeles, she still has no idea where it is. <laughs> I stand by that. Uh, you probably know it from La Bamba, as Richie Valens grew up there, too. Yes. Yes. Best movie. Anyway, they lived about a block away from the elementary school they all, and most of their children later on, attended. One day, my aunt was walking home alone from first grade. Uh-huh. Early Goodbye. 70s, am I right? Go home. <laughs> yep. Good luck. You're six. <laughs> uh, when a strange... Let's ask the seven-year-old listening right now. Yeah. How much would that freak you out you if imagine? you had to walk alone for four blocks to your house? I imagine. Mean... They, they don't do it anymore. No. It's not done. And most of us had more than four blocks to walk. Yeah. I think we had a solid two miles. Yeah. Uphill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Both ways. Both ways. Um, okay. So she's walking home alone from first grade <laughs> when a strange man in a car calls her over and tries to lure her in with the phrase, Oh, no. Come, eat chicken. No, that's not going to work on a six-year-old. <laughs> Sorry. She was, of course, freaked the F out and ran home crying where she promptly told her eight other brothers and sisters <laughs> what happened. I guess since older siblings can be assholes, and she did make it home, they teased her about it what? for years, chasing her around and calling, come eat chicken. Oh, my God. Uh, at her. This near kidnapping was used as a cautionary tale for all the kids in our family to show that you don't have to be far from home to be taken. Uh-huh, but also everyone will make fun of you about it for the rest That's of That's right. That's that usually it's in your worst time yeah, when yeah. your siblings will find a thing to hang over your head for the rest oh, of your life. God. When my own son at eight years old tried to convince me that he was old enough to walk the block home from his own elementary school, I told him this story as one of the reasons why close to home doesn't always mean safe. Mm. When I was done, he looked up at me with wide brown eyes, burst out laughing and said only, why chicken? <laughs> I guess kids don't scare as easily as they used to. Anyway, my five sisters and I love the show. Wow. wow. Five sisters. That's six. There's six sisters all together. What's wrong with your brothers? What's that? What's wrong with your brothers? Why do they hate us? Oh, because they don't like fucking vocal Real fry. Life. Fuck oh. you. <laughs> Whoops. SSDGM Veronica. That was a great story, Veronica. Oh, come eat chicken? Come. come. Eat, eat chicken. chicken. I picture it's the, it's the most interesting man in the world from the Dosakis yeah. commercial sitting in a shitty car. And it actually, he really just wanted to feed her like his new recipe of like the best chicken in the fucking world. That's right. He's like, you must try this. My uh -huh. spices. Uh -huh. So spicy. Uh -huh. It's been brining and beer. All right. Okay. Boop, boop, and boop. just a drop of mayonnaise. Ew. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm a chef. Oh, right. <laughs> drop of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. Why is it so loose that it's dropping? Ew. Ew. Ugh. Ew. It's, you know why? Because I left it out in the sun. <laughs> Picture <laughs> the smell of mayonnaise right now. Go ahead. I'm going to let you do it. No. It's so sour. Mm -mm. Yuck. Do it. Because okay. you making me do that now, you know my mayonnaise memory is when my mom would deep condition her hair on the weekends by putting mayonnaise in her hair. Like me. And wrapping it with saran wrap. And she had long nails and she would get mayonnaise under her uh, nails. Yeah. I and don't know it was why I did that. A nightmare. No, I remember that of this just disgusting smell. Yeah. But the softest hair. 
I mean, really Just nice hair. The softest, smelly hair. <laughs> it smelled like for two shampoos after. All yeah. right, listen. Look, you can afford Alberto VO5 I can now. Afford a one dollar ninety nine cent pack of fucking single use Alberto VO5. That's okay. right. Heat it up in a glass of hot water. Here, that's right. Georgia, is there anything scarier than trying to log into an account? And it tells you that your password is incorrect. And then you try again and it's the same thing. And after a few more failed attempts, big red letters appear saying you've been locked out and your account is suspended. That happens to me all the time, Karen. But scary password stories can have happy endings if you give 1Password a try. 1Password is a user-friendly password management system. It's trusted by consumers, families, small businesses, and large-scale enterprises. If you're tired of being the family member everyone texts for a streaming login or the unofficial keeper of all those shared work credentials, it's time for you to pass the torch to 1Password. They allow for secure login sharing. With 1Password, you can securely store more than just passwords, autofill everything from usernames to payment details and personal info. They'll also notify you about potential data breaches. 1Password saves everyone time. And in many cases, that save time equals money saved. The accounting department will thank you. Don't just listen to us. I mean, you should, but don't just do that. The Associated Press uses 1Password to secure their sensitive information in high-risk areas. Right now, our listeners can get a two-week free trial at onepasswordcom MFM. That's two free weeks at one, as in the number one, password.com slash mfm one password.com slash mfm goodbye uh that one time the fbi swore my grandmother's farm yes here we go this is what i'm in it for (laughs) it's just hi great Mm. i spent the last few weeks putting together a family tree for my mom who is obsessed with genealogy but can't use a computer to save her life good at least she can admit it here's the problem computers can't save your life they can only ruin it well except for those computers that restart your heart oh when you're right dying. right or the the ones you wear around your neck and you press the button Beep. life alert i've fallen and i can't get up that incredibly advanced computer can save your life <laughs> that's right and doing so i've been able to find records on my maternal family dating back to the 1500s what and even older ones from my paternal grandfather crazy but i was having a hell of a time finding anything about my paternal grandmother i was uh i was to the point that i was convinced Convinced she was a criminal when I remembered an interview she did with a local university. Oh. I was delighted listening to my late Nan tell stories from her childhood when she casually mentions the time her family's farmhouse was swarmed by the FBI in 1932. Yes! As she tells it, her entire family had gathered on the porch to witness two black cars driving up the lane through a cloud of dust. Mm. I can fucking see it in yep. the movie version tall blue sky in the background Mm. with green fields on either side that's right and blowing up that dirt old driveway fucking fbi cars hardly any windows it's all the metal black metal no air conditioning no and they have hats on that's right before the cars were fully stopped all of the agents had jumped out and were shouting she couldn't understand (laughs) what anyone was saying all she knew was that her mother and blonde-haired blue-eyed baby sister were sobbing and her brother was screaming take the diaper off what? Turns out, one of the townsfolks called in a tip claiming that my nan's family were the ones that kidnapped the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> and oh. her brilliant brother was saying to take the diaper off to prove that their sibling was a girl. Yes, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Clearly, the Lindbergh kidnapping was big news if a child in a small Minnesota town knew enough to know that the baby was a boy. Uh, my favorite part about this whole ordeal is that she never told me anything about it, nor did my dad. Apparently, I got my murderino tendencies from my mama. 
Mackenzie. Yes. That's rad. That's a beautiful, that's a perfect hometown story. Uh-huh. Perfection mm-hmm. in all ways. Mm-hmm. And also I went, what a genius uncle or was it an uncle? Whoever the guy that said, the boy, take the diaper off. Yeah. That's so, because in those moments you get all, you know, yeah, you don't panicked do. and dazzled and you don't do. Show her the vagina. Just get that vag out there. <laughs> Show her. That's essentially what he's saying. Oh. Prove that shit. Fine. <laughs> I want you to yell it to me one day. I hope one day in my life. Take off the diaper, Georgia. <laughs> take it off and prove who you are. I don't want to. Okay. All right, here's the last one. Uh, uh, the subject line is, my mom invited thieves into our home. Uh, and then parentheses, and almost a kidnapping. Hey, hey guys, when I was 10 years old, my mom, a very naive lady, befriended a couple at our local grocery store. I remember them talking to each other for a while, and they seemed like really nice people. It was a man and a woman in their 40s, so of course they seemed like a trustworthy couple to my hilarious mom. Mm-hmm. They somehow convinced my mom to let them come to our apartment, and I remember that they were in our apartment with us for about an hour. Mm-mm. These people then managed to convince my mom that they will replace all the electronics in our apartment with newer, better quality ones. Mm. And so they proceed to fill up their van with <gasps> all of our stuff. What the fuck? I totally, I totally remember being very concerned about what was going on and turning to my mom like, what are you doing? <laughs> of course, me being 10, I assumed she knew better than me, right. so I let it go. As these people were leaving, the woman turns to my mom and says, let us take the baby. <gasps> we promise we'll bring him back with the rest of the stuff. She was talking about my baby brother. And I kid you not, my mom stood there and thought about it while I yelled no. Oh, my God. (laughs) The the woman creepily chuckles and my mom awkwardly declines. Thank goodness she did, because, of course, these people never came back with any, quote unquote, newer electronics. Uh. And we were left without any devices and no more trust in my mom. I have no idea if anything ever happened to these people. I'm honestly incredibly surprised we survived until our adult years. <laughs> Stay sexy and don't be fooled into giving up your stuff or your kid, oh. Maribel. Oh my god, that is an amazing story. Oh, Like, can you imagine, if you're that mom, like, I would bring that up every fucking holiday. If you're, hey mom. If you're that 10 year old, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Remember that time, mom? From that day on, Maribel as the 10 year old was in charge of that family. Marianne, Maribel, the 10 year old, was scared of her mom's decision making skills and never felt safe. Maribel, the 10 year old, had to make, all, do all the decision making from that moment on. <sighs> Horrifying. That's hilarious. She had to scream no when they were like, and we'll take the baby. We'll we met you an hour ago. Baby. Oh, man. You guys, don't trust anyone, you know especially not your own mother. It is that thing, though, of it's like a middle-aged couple. Yeah. That's like, I'm sure I don't know how long ago it was, but it's like for so long, people were just like, if it's a man and a yeah. woman, nothing bad can happen. And it's like, why wouldn't I trust like them? Why, who would do such a thing? Yeah. I can't imagine anyone would take... It's a pretty good scam, though. It's... Well, also, how ballsy. They're like, oh, we just took everything from our... We might as well try to grab that baby. Yeah. I mean, they were not going to keep that baby. They were going to sell that thing along with all this fucking electronics, and you know it. That baby would have been up on the wall at Best Buy. (laughs) Fucking 42-inch baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this baby, it fell off a truck. This baby's in 3D, HD, (laughs) and shitting. Um, send us your fucking send us your stories, <laughs> like all of them, please. <laughs> They're all so good. They're the best. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye, Goodbye. Elvis. Want a cookie? <laughs> good boy.